This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 717, Ronaldo's Tips for Overall 8 on Computer Delivered IELTS. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll meet Three Keys student Ronaldo and find out the best strategies for scoring an overall eight and increasing your writing score to a 7.5. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. We have a surprise guest today. Um, I say surprise because... Ronaldo is here, and guys, okay, originally, he was supposed to talk about how he won the Writing Wizard contest, but he just told me that he already took the test and he got amazing scores, so we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Ronaldo, welcome to, to IELTS Energy. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, it's a pleasure <laughs> to be here with you. This is so exciting. Okay, Ronaldo, tell us, what were your most recent IELTS scores? Yes, my overall score was 8. And uh, I got 8.5 for both reading and listening. And 7.5 for the writing and for the speaking parts. Okay, that's amazing. And that's higher than what you needed, right? Yes, I needed uh, seven actually for each one of the domains. So I got uh, a score that was above each, each one of the domains. I reached uh, a score that was more than I expected and I needed. That's incredible. Yeah. Now, was that the first time you took the exam? Actually not. I had overcome some uh, problems. Uh, my my scores were were uh, right for most of the domains, but the first three attempts I had in the IELTS exam, I got mm -hmm. six point five in the writing part, and I got stuck in this score, so it was oh. uh, difficult to learn how to get a higher score for writing part specifically. I didn't have, had problems uh, with, for example, the reading. I always got more than eight okay. on the reading part, and uh, 
I can say that uh, the reading part was always uh, quite easy. Uh, okay. This last time I finished the reading part 20 minutes before. Oh my end. gosh. Yeah. Okay, so even though you had already got good reading scores, do you think that the three key strategies help you to helped you to do that even faster? Yes, I tried first the IELTS without the the, the program, the course uh-huh. online, okay. and uh, my first two attempts. Um, were the traditional versions, uh, the paper-based test. And the fact is that I'm a doctor and uh, I started to have problems, specifically the writing part with the, hmm. the handwriting. You know, doctors have these problems. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. that's so funny. So you yeah. have the, the stereotypical uh, impossible-to-read doctor writing. Yes, unfortunately... <laughs> Uh, this year, uh, some centers here in Sao Paulo, Brazil, started to offer the computer-based test. So that was uh, the solution for my case. Interesting. And, okay. Uh, uh, after the first attempt, I started to do the, the, the plan you have suggested with the course. Uh-huh. And okay. uh, by doing that, I uh, certainly achieved more as an overall score and also helped me in the writing part as well. Okay. Okay. I got it. So you took the exam the first time and it was paper-based. Um, and then you got into the course and you took another paper-based one and then you switched to the computer. Yes, you are right. Completely okay. right. Okay, got it. Now, we've had a lot of students asking about the computer version recently, and I would like to sort of pick your brain about that. Um, As far as the listening goes, do you feel like there is a significant difference on the listening comparing the paper and the computer version? Certainly. I think so because uh, my scores uh, increased a lot after... I started to do the computer-based test. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, why, why is that? You use headphones, uh, oh. which helps, uh, yes, which helps a lot. And uh, you can isolate your sounds and uh, you can control the volume of uh, sounds as well in your computer. Right. So that's okay. a difference. And uh, that's a huge difference like that. That really does make a big difference. I know I worked in a test center once here in Portland. Actually, there are two IELTS centers in Portland and one of them is in a school that is like really old. And I swear the walls are so thin. You could hear the audio from another classroom. It was like it was it was horrible. I felt so sorry for students having to take the test there. Okay, so computer version versus paper version. Listening is the winner for computer. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, now reading. I think to my mind, reading is the biggest difference as far as what kind of strategies we can use, right? Because so much of the three keys IELTS strategies is being active with your pencil, right? Like. 
underlining stuff and circling things. So how did that work on the computer version for reading? The first time I, I, I tried the computer-based test, I felt that uh, I had this problem you are mentioning. So, uh, yes, of course, it's difficult to make notes. But um, the second time, I developed an approach that was different and helped a lot. And I achieved the highest score uh, until now. Uh, okay. in the second time, the computer based because I started to write keywords and uh, ideas uh, related to each one of the paragraphs in a paper. So you, so um, even though you're on the computer version, you still have some paper you could take notes on. Yes, you and you can ask more paper if you need. Oh, okay, yes. okay. Yes, it helps so, a lot. So. Tell us how that works with the reading. Um, what, what are you taking notes on? Yes, as I said, I completed the test 20 minutes before and yeah. I read everything. So, uh, although I know that the problem is to complete the reading and uh, there are a lot of stuff there and uh, uh, different ideas and different tests, but actually... I was uh, scanning and, and, and also screening uh, each one of the paragraphs and just uh, taking notes of the keywords, for example, names, dates, and also the main idea, each one of the paragraphs okay. separated. It helps a lot when you have this kind huh. of exercise that you need to enumerate uh, each one of the paragraphs according to a number or a letter. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I got it. Oh, yeah. that's great advice. Yeah, I mean, there are there has been an explosion recently in the number of students taking the computer version. So this yeah. is super useful. Okay, so would you say, though, that the strategies you learned in Three Keys IELTS for listening and reading, that you could, that they were still useful on the computer version? Yes, because the basics... All right. the uh, strategies you uh, offer in the course, they are the basis for the development I had tried before. Uh, and afterwards, I always achieved a higher score. And the score beca became better, actually, after uh, completing the, the course, for sure. Oh, awesome. Okay. That's good to hear. Um, Lindsay and I are in a planning phase now for, uh, coming up with a, uh, an additional course just for the computer based version. So test takers out there, stay tuned. Keep your eye out for that. Okay. Wonderful. Um, okay. So let's move on to the speaking. Now, 
Speaking is exactly the same. You're not talking to a computer. Um, Tell us how you got that 7.5. Do you have any special strategies or tips for the future test takers? Well, sometimes it's different. I know that this is personal, but uh, some people say that the first part of speaking is uh, easier and uh, they are simple questions and uh, you don't need to use more than two or three sentences to answer each one of the questions. But in my opinion, uh, they expect, the examiner expects more from you since the beginning. Yes. So, oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's why in, in Three Keys IELTS, we tell you, even in speaking part one, like your goal is three to five sentences. Yeah. Right? Like that's the rule of thumb. Okay. That's a really good note. Yes. And since the beginning of the speaking part, I started with uh, uh, a sentence more complex to impress the examiner. Nice. And uh, also I tried to use idioms, expressions, and I feel comfortable with the language. This is the most important thing. The yeah, writing part. for sure. Yeah, definitely. But that's a really good point, though, about the importance of speaking part one. Um, you know, you know, the, the old saying, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. It's a really long saying. But, you know, I just heard it in an advertisement yesterday, so we still use it. Um, but this is true. I mean, you want to start with a bang. Like, you don't want to... Put the examiner in the mind of a six in part one and have to prove them wrong, right? Like, you want to start good, start well. Okay, that's awesome. Um, Are there any – would you say that any strategies from the course, like, changed the way you approached the speaking exam? Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, the plan is very important. I don't think that uh, even – if you have a very high level, an expert level um, regarding the language, if you don't follow a plan, a strategy since the beginning for yeah. each one of the parts, you can't, uh, you can't do it. You can't achieve, achieve your score more than seven or at least seven. That's uh, true. That's yeah. important. The, the course gives you a uh, very straightforward manner of solving the problems during the test. So that's very important. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, that point about the plan, is, I mean, that is one of the the strongest advantages of the whole system. It's the those simple, you know, few-page documents, the 30-day study plan and the 60-day study plan that put you on the path to success, right? Because there are so many things you have to do to prepare for the test. You have to be reading these things and listening to those things and also doing test practice and learning vocab. So being able to organize your time to accomplish all of those tasks is difficult to do on your own, I think. It's really hard, especially like you said, if you want higher than a seven, like you need to be real organized with your time. Um, Okay, so let's get to this enormous increase of writing. Now, you mentioned the handwriting thing was a challenge at first, right? But that can't be the only thing that held you at the 6.5. I mean, it might have played a part, but as an examiner, I can tell you, 
that us examiners, we're all teachers as well. Like we are really good at reading bad handwriting. <laughs> it's like, it's really hard for us to mark you down because of handwriting. I never did in 14 years, never did that once. So if you reflect on what you worked on, what you practiced, what do you think what do you think was the key ingredient there to go from that 6.5 to that 7.5? The truth is that uh, my writing was never uh, really bad. Uh, okay. Vocabulary, even the variety of grammar uh, structures um, were okay, good. And uh, okay. cohesion and coherence. It's very important to pay attention in the criteria you have, yes. that's very important when you are uh, learning and practicing. It's very important to look and get feedback. For the writing, it's impossible to improve without good feedback. And uh, I had problems until the third time I tried the test uh, in the uh, task achievement, actually. Yes. So okay. escaping from the question, learning uh, to focus more on the specific uh, parts of a question. Uh, yeah. It's very common to be fixed in your ideas. Totally. And uh, this is a problem, actually, in my case. I think also what happens often with students like you who come in at a high level is that you read the question, especially the task two question, well, task one as well, but you read the question quickly because you are accustomed to understanding, right? Because you're comfortable with the language. And when you read the question quickly, you miss stuff, like you miss little words that are actually really important to include in your essay, right? Um, yeah. So that's very easy to do. And like you said, this idea of being comfortable with the language, it gives you a sort of false sense of confidence in like, well, I could just write about anything. I'll be fine. Um, when really, it is all about the criteria. Yeah. I mean, if you're a high level native speaker, near native, you can get nines in vocab and grammar for sure. But that's only half of your score. The cohesion coherence, the task achievement is so specific to IELTS. What the examiner looks for is is weird sometimes. And if you don't know that, there's no way you could get a high score. For sure. If out okay. a very good task achievement, uh, you can't achieve a good score for sure. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So how much would you say you practiced writing before you took the test? I practiced a lot because after the third attempt, actually, I felt that that was uh, not my forte. Okay. Yeah. That's a great phrase. Let me point that out quickly. So not my forte. Um, yeah. Forte is Latin, I believe, for strength. So but it's a great English phrase to say not my forte. It means it's my weakness. It's not my strength. Okay, continue. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided to focus on the writing and I started to write every day. I just woke up and the first thing the day was writing at least one awesome. essay followed by uh, task one activity as well. Nice. And uh, 
the problem is that always I wrote more than 300 words. Uh, even ah. in the last time in which I achieved 7.5, I wrote two, 320 words. Oh my in, God. In, in the test two. <laughs> yeah, that, that uh, was a problem. But uh, actually, finally, I can say that during the last four months, I completed more than 50 essays. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's tons. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean, the reason why I asked that question is, um, because I want students to know how much work it takes. Yeah. Um, you know, people are always asking like, how do I raise my writing score? I can't get above a six. I can't get above a 6.5. And in a lot of the students we've had on the show recently who got great writing scores, same as you. They wrote like 50 essays, 60 essays, you know? I mean, taking in the the lessons and the strategies and what the examiner wants, that's only part of the equation. You really, I mean, it's so much. It's so much information to understand and assimilate. You really have to practice a lot. Okay. So I'm glad you said you practiced a lot. <laughs> that was the answer I was hoping for. Yeah, the truth um, is, actually, uh, in the end, you don't have time to think and you are very anxious during the test. If you're not very yeah. well trained to do, right. that, to do that very well automatically, you can't do it properly, actually. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. I totally agree. Um, okay. Fantastic. So guys, if you want to experience the same sense of ultimate preparation as Ronaldo did, you can also be a three keys student and you get that bonus for being a podcast listener for the speaking exam, this whole special lesson just for you guys. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic for the course or allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. And then you also get those lessons from me. Okay, Ronaldo, what an amazingly delightful surprise to hear that you got such amazing scores and to get to talk to you about it today. This is just fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you very much and good luck to all your students. Awesome, Ronaldo. Enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.